I like when it's straight up and down. <laughs> it's erect. It's not droopy. That's what I like. <sighs> I don't like, like anything droopy. Yeah, but it's inevitable. Gravity <laughs> always wins. <laughs> yeah, that's why I stand on my head. If you couldn't tell, that's why I look like a pear. <laughs> <laughs> that and some other stuff. <laughs> Apparently, complex white carbs are not the appropriate thing to look for all the time when you're eating food. I know. You're supposed to mix in bacon. <laughs> you know, lots At least that's of, lots keto. Yeah. Hey, speaking of things that you could eat, we could have eaten for a couple days on the spider that I killed down here when we walked in. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It was a spider. It, it was a spider. Biggest spider I've ever seen. Dude, that's the third one. All right. Fourth one I've killed down here. In the last, like, three years. I know they're called wolf spiders. That was a dire wolf spider. I actually think it's called a fisher spider. That thing was off of Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's okay. Nar- it's nar-nar. <laughs> um, when, I first, when we first bought this house, we did a bunch of work to it mm-hmm. before we moved in. And so I'd, like, come over periodically and move, like, mounts in or random stuff once the basement was Stuff I really care about. Yeah. Not like my wife's shit. And, um, <laughs> Your clothes and it, stuff like that were outside. Yeah, getting I don't the care about in. that. So I, I do care about my camouflage. My mounts, my bow stuff, I, yeah, that stuff I moved everywhere. So I came down into the basement, which is where we film all this stuff, and right over in that corner, mm-hmm. I looked down, and there was a spider the size of a <laughs> effing dinner plate, dude. <laughs> like, twice the size of the one that we just saw. Dude, that was the biggest one I've ever seen. And, and for reference, the spider that we just saw was, was what? It was about baseball size, would you say? If, if it spread its legs out, yeah. It, without Maybe a little bigger been, than a baseball? Yeah. It would at least Almost softball size? Yeah. Yeah, the body on it was like... It's huge. My thumb. Yeah. So I saw a spider, no shit, twice that size, down here in the in the corner. Yeah. And so I looked over, and I was like, woo! And I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like, what? What? Like, I gotta sell this house. I gotta burn this bitch down. <laughs> so I took a... Uh, I have I had like a know, it had type, to have been something important some type of like whacking stick yeah it's like a baseball bat from when we went to the ATA in Louisville and we wasted a hundred dollars a piece on baseball bats or whatever um so I swung it at this spider and I missed and the thing was like scurrying back into the cabinet right there mm-hmm. and I was like oh and I just like just reactively swung it back backwards and smooshed it literally millimeters before it got back under the cabinet. I swear, if that thing had made it under the cabinet, I don't think I would have moved into this house. <laughs> biggest spider I've ever seen. You're a big baby about stuff like Dude, that, I you? do not like big spiders. No. I used to be terribly phobic of spiders before I, I got into hunting. I mean, like, ter- terrified of them. So what do you do when you're walking through the woods, especially like now, do summertime, not, early don't, season? I don't care at all. When the, like... Webs are hitting you in the face and stuff like that. Okay. I hate that. I, I pull an arrow out and I just like I'm like fencing. In I front do of a myself. stick. <laughs> I take a stick and I go like make a little figure eight. So yeah. <laughs> Get you arrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't. I, they don't bother me. I just don't like the webs all over my face. And so I <laughs> I used to be really like not into spiders now i really don't care unless they're like spiders like that i'm like dude that thing is not i'm not like letting it live that would in that would injure your dog that thing was so big that would kill my dog i think <laughs> I'm like, I, like, I feel like you could lose a limb with one of those things. yes so speaking of arachnids ticks are terrible this year dude well look i declared jihad <laughs> on ticks <laughs> mm-hmm. last year so inshallah to you yeah for if it 
I do not mess with ticks. And, Mm-mm. um, you know, that, that's actually a good topic. By the way, I just noticed you got a new phone finally. I did. Smash yours. It, yeah, I smashed it multiple times. Yeah. I dropped it. Was I? Yeah, it was over here. It was like completely destroyed. The screen was oh, like, that's right. And it was like flickering yeah. green. And then a couple of days later, it, uh, it started working again. I was like, oh, these things usually get better, don't they? <laughs> no, no, they don't. Get better, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it definitely didn't get better. But yeah, it, it, it works works just fine now. Mm, that's perfect. Because it's new. And I'm, I'm actually impressed that you have a case on this thing. Yeah. Usually what happens is those cases don't always you know, conduct the wireless charging. Yeah. So you take them off. And put it on the charger in my vehicle or something, and then I forgot to. I always forget to put the case back on. So that's why jump out of the truck and drops on the pavement. Terrible. I have the mouse M O U S case, wireless charges. Oh yeah, maybe I need to get that. They're kind of kind of spendy. I think they're like fifty bucks, but uh, I think all of them are like fifty or sixty dollars. I mean, the phone's like twelve hundred (laughs) dollars. Fifty bucks to protect it's really not that bad. It's like a uh, one round of shots at the bar. Shots, 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 shots. Everybody. Shots. What, I wonder what Little John's doing right now. Um, shots, shots, probably, <laughs> probably. He's in bucket. Buckhead. Speaking of Buckhead, do you hear about all the like crazy murders? I mean, Buckhead's never been like super safe. You hear about all the crazy murders down there? No. Oh my gosh, they're worse than ever. This is like drug related? Uh, no, I think it's race related. Race related. Oh, it's like yeah, it's bad, bad news. No good. Now, when when we used to live there in Atlanta, or just north of Atlanta, we'd go there because that's where all the clubs are. I'm not going there anymore. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, yeah, I was in uh, Minnesota not too long ago. Experienced my first little bit of racism. Not cool. What were you doing there? Uh, doing some tethered stuff. Yeah, and I got called a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> you deserved it. I was walking down the street, and some gentlemen—not no—they were not gentlemen. They were very rude people. <laughs> walking past me, the guy looked at me and said, "F you, you cracker mfa," and I was like, "Me? Uh, cool, dude. Like, okay." <laughs> was it was anything burning? No, no. But that that town has gone to gone to the shit creek pretty quickly. I don't think out in like I'm not port- rushing to go back. Yeah, right. Out in Portland, isn't it still? Isn't there an area there still under siege? Yeah, it's basically seceded from the Union. Yeah. Last time that happened, there was a civil war. I had a history teacher um, in college. His whole retirement plan. He, he, this guy is obviously crazy, but his theory was that if he seceded from the Union and fired a shot at like a soldier, mm-hmm. declared war, and then surrendered. The government would have to pay him some sort of like settlement, post war settlement. And so he was like, I can make millions and just fire a shot. He's like, I'm not going to hurt anybody, but I'm going to fire a shot. I was like, okay, Mr. Tenley, good luck. Yeah, sir. He's the same type of guy who says, no, you don't have to pay taxes personally. Yeah. You don't don't have to to pay taxes. He also told me he didn't have to go to class and he gave me a D. (laughs) Jerk. Yeah. Withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when you're like getting a bad grade. That's when you're like, well, I guess I'm going to drop out of this class. It only took three credits this semester. <laughs> <laughs> really thought this women's studies class was going to go differently. Drop. <laughs> I haven't studied one woman in this class. <laughs> well, I've studied all of them. That's why they don't like me. They told me I'm not allowed back. No, my favorite class was scuba diving. That's pretty badass. That was, 
That was a good class. I had to take an elective, you know, like a, I don't even think I got a credit for it. I think it was a no credit elective that you had to take. I'm going through all of them and like basket weaving and pottery and stuff like that. Scuba diving? Yes, solid. And then you get certified. Yes, that was part of it. All I had to do was do the final dive that wasn't required for the class, but to get certified, you had to do the final dive. I never went and did it. Shocker. I never got certified. So now if I want to do it again, I have to go through like a week. The whole thing. Yeah. Or you could just go to Mexico and they're like, throw you in the the pool. Yeah. like, okay, no dive. You good. No, that's a no for me. (laughs) I want to go to a legitimate place. It's like skydiving. It's like, yeah, yeah, you just jump. No. No, no thanks. No, well, in World War II, when like the first, the 101st Airborne went out, I mean, these folks were, I mean, fresh out of their homes, kids. right? They yeah. were, and they were kids. They had like a couple jumps, like a couple. And then it was like, all right, D-Day guys, come on, let's jump. Dude, I had a guy I used to work with at the golf course when I was growing up. He was a Vietnam vet and his name was Terry. And this guy was crazy. Terry told me that during the Vietnam War, you he was drafted, and so if you became a parajumper, paratrooper, paratrooper, um, they like took six months off your uh, your enlistment time, mm-hmm. right? And he was like, "Yeah, my buddies and I, we'd like drop acid, jump out of the plane behind enemy lines." He's like, "You'd be walking around, you'd see a bush moving, you'd shoot the bush, and it turned out to be a Viet Cong." He's like, "Shit was wild, man." And I I remember thinking if. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> if I'm drafted, I'm certainly not signing up to jump out of the planes behind enemy <laughs> lines. Like, I'll go fight, but we're going to do it intelligently. Maybe I'll try to become an officer, you know? <laughs> so I'm, like, on the fourth wave. Um, I'm certainly not dropping acid before I jump out of the plane into a combat zone. No. Like, I, I want to be sharp. I'm not, like, dropping acid and smoking hash and all this stuff. I don't. I wonder how common... Things like that were. Apparently it was, I mean, okay, this is one dude. This is one guy, yeah. Apparently there was, like, really bad drug usage during the Vietnam War for soldiers. The average life expectancy, I think, for those guys was, like, 18 minutes in the war. Mm. I mean, they had, like, (laughs) If they're they're going out, it's like, we're going out hard. Yeah, but I'm not going out dropping acid. I mean, like, at least give me a chance to survive. There was, I, I just read a book, um... Do you know Clifford? Yes. <laughs> the big red dog. Andy Weir is the author. He uh, he wrote The Martian. Did you see that movie I with did. Matt Damon? Matt Damon. Yeah. Great. It's a great movie, but the book's fantastic, right? Well, he came out with another one, and there's a suicide mission that this these astronauts have to go on. Oh, I've seen this movie, too. Armageddon? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God, Ben Affleck. You're my hero. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, on the suicide mission, they know they're going to croak because they don't even have, like, energy to get back. So they're going out to, like, some other galaxy or something stupid. This is Armageddon. So, so they choose. It's not Armageddon. <laughs> so Is they, Liv Tyler in it? <laughs> no. They choose uh, how they're going to kill themselves. And one guy's like, I'll take a gun. Another one's like, I'll do this. And the, the one lady, Russian lady, shocker, she's like, give me a gallon of vodka and as much tar heroin as you can possibly get, I'm going out hard. <laughs> this is before they got on the 
on the spacecraft. Yeah, no, that was during training. No, yeah. <laughs> that, that was like, I don't know, it was the, the way that they could... Uh, they could choose. Yeah, they could choose how to croak. I mean, I guess. That's... My, my old man always says, he's like, man, if I get dementia or Alzheimer's or anything like that, he said, put me in my lightest camo clothing in a tree stand, no bow, no gun or anything, just put me up there when it's negative 40 outside and let me go out that way. <laughs> He's like, I won't know the difference. That's <laughs> yeah, not a bad idea. I just want to go out peacefully in my sleep like my grandfather did instead of screaming like all the passengers did. <laughs> That's that old, old joke. <laughs> oh, God. Right to hell. <laughs> yeah, there's a special room. Hopefully there's bourbon there. I doubt it. Yeah, there's going to be bourbon there, and it'll be a bottle that you can never open. It's like hot devil semen bourbon. Oh, God. Gross, like, make you drink it. Was that uh, Dante's Inferno? Mm-hmm. All the, the that was re- required reading. Rungs of Hell. I, I read the Cliff Notes. <laughs> cliff Notes were great. <laughs> I read it all. just didn't remember any of it. <laughs> yeah, shocker. Are Cliff Notes still a thing? No, no. Now there's a thing called the Internet. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like summary of any book in the world. Yeah. There's probably like a million YouTube videos on it. You know, when you were in school, did they have the plagiarism uh, apps? Where, where yeah, the... like scanned it and looked for mm-hmm. like phrases and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, they didn't have that when I was, you know, when I was in school. <laughs> now, apparently, I mean, they have a lot of false positives on things. Kids are getting kicked well, out of schools and things for. I, I would imagine because like there's only so many ways to word and phrase something, and so if you increase yeah. your sample size high enough, then I know if you're reading Clifford the Big Red Dog, <laughs> you can only retell it so many different ways. Yeah, well, it's the uh, I have a buddy of mine when we were in Spanish class. Uh, this was like back in the late '90s when the internet was like first coming out. There was some like freetranslation.com, and you would enter your text in one block. And there was a drop-down menu, and it'd be like English to Spanish, English to whatever, and they would translate it down. And I'll never forget our professor. She was this really hot, like, foreign exchange student or whatever. She's, like, pissed. She's, like, apparently, she's, like, all this, like, verb conjugation is, like, more advanced than we ever taught you guys. So you clearly, all of you cheated. And then one of you apparently learned Latin overnight. And one of my buddies they did the scroll wheel one too many times instead of English to Spanish. It was English to Latin. Oh. He did, like, a three-page paper in Latin. And didn't know. Of course not. Yeah. That's like that Burt Kreischer thing. Where he's like, took four, four years of Russian. He's like, he's like, year four. He's like, the whole class is taught in Russian. He's like, Can you imagine sitting in a class with a language that you don't speak? Like, yeah. Every foreign language class that I ever taught. Yeah. Uh, the machine. So, anyways, um, that was a nice little like 30 minute talk through <laughs> the beginning, but. You talked about ticks. I will never hunt. I mean, previously I never hunted. I will without. never hunt again. Yeah, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> I never hunted to begin with. I don't know why you people are listening. Uh, I will never go in the woods without like very severely treated <laughs> permethrin clothing. Yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, I was riding around on the Polaris yesterday with my daughter. 
we go out and look for, as she calls them, stinky old rabbits. She, for some reason, hates rabbits. She's a cute little girl. She's three years old, and she hates rabbits. That's awesome. Hates them. They're flea and tick infested <laughs> little carriers. I guess. I guess so. We're looking for stinky old rabbits, and just driving. I, we didn't get out of the Polaris or anything. Just driving around, and there were ticks crawling on the inside of that thing just from driving through high grass. I hate those things, dude. In Africa, the ticks were so bad. I remember. So ticks obviously can tell right away when the blood has stopped moving mm-hmm. in their host and they just like it's like rats on a ship <laughs> the the gemsbuck the gemsbuck that i shot mm-hmm. when we like winched that thing back up in the truck bed there were thousands of them just like coming out of the of the carcass dude that's gross so gross the first time i went there they had these it was a, like some apparatus where at the water holes they would have these small wooden platforms that the animals had to step on. And when they stepped on to walk, they kind of, I guess they kind of funneled them into these water holes and made them step on these wooden platform type things. And from the sides and up higher, like waist high, it would squirt out permethrin. And so some of the animals you'd see, they'd have like a squirt line down the side <laughs> of them. And because we didn't know what it was, and we asked the pH, he was like, Oh, yeah, that's permethrin for the ticks. He said the ticks would wipe out herds yeah. of animals. My Gemsbuck was a male, his scrotum non existent, testicles non existent. And I was like, WTF, bro, to, to our pH. You got sucked dry. No, he said that the ticks will, will attach on there, they'll eat their way through the scrotum eventually. The balls will drop down, and they'll get caught on some brush and ripped off. Oh. I was like, man, I bet this Gimsbuck was so happy to die. <laughs> he jumped in front of your arrow. I was like, that's what I felt like when I got married. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, babe. Yeah, I, I was talking to Greg uh, the other day, and we were talking about that sick deer hunt we're going to go on. And I told him, bring two thermocells. We haven't had many ticks at that area so far i mean we, we just really started hunting there but the mosquitoes down there are just awful oh my gosh and we're gonna go in like mid-october he was like oh it'll probably be a lot cooler by then i'm like bro <laughs> i've hunted down there in mid-october it's a swamp they will carry you away yeah they're brutal yeah bugs spiders ticks this is this is the uh i'm very excited for that hunt by the way yeah i'm pumped too i'm pumped i'm very excited we're definitely getting some good uh some some good pictures. Definitely getting some good pictures. Oh right yeah, I thought you were saying like, like we were like we are going to get good pictures on the hunt. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. uh, sunsets. We? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, by the way, um, when we go there, there's a rule: if you see a coyote, you have to shoot at it. Whether you have a shot or not, you have to shoot at it. If you don't, you're penalized. You do not have to tell me to shoot things. I'm more than happy to put carbon in the air. Dude, at there's all a there's a coyote there that I, it's got to weigh 75, 80 pounds. It is huge. Looks like a wolf. I shot one uh, down the street from here that weighed almost ninety pounds. When I held, it was a female. Um, that was a German Shepherd. <laughs> I, I took the collar off. <laughs> I thought it was a GPS collar, but it, but it said Rover. It said Fido. <laughs> um, police canine. I don't know. But oh, when, when I saw that dog. That uh, wolf. I mean, I thought it was a police canine. It took me a second to realize what it was, and then I shot it. Yeah, they they get big. She, she was, here. It was a female, and she was humongous. When I held her hocks up, her snout was almost touching the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm six foot three. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's that's that's huge. I th- I wonder if they're breeding with dogs. I think they are. I mean, I actually I read that they. Well, previous to like, there's a large coyote population in the area now, mm-hmm. and routinely I'll hear them howling actually at night on my back deck, uh, like in the woods back here. And granted, there's probably a good amount of them here because I bring so many gut piles home <laughs> that I just like, throw out in my backyard. <laughs> that mm-hmm. um, you know, they're probably a trap. Yeah, I'm I'm feeding them, not you know on purpose, but it's just whatever. Um, but yeah, I they're they're gnarly. They're huge. Like there are a lot of them around, and I think that when there aren't big pockets of them, they are breeding with dogs. And there's a whole bunch of like koi wolf, dog, koi dog, yeah, yeah. weird stuff I, in it. I prefer to shoot everyone that I see yeah. because they're hard to kill. I mean, they're they're hard to get drawn on. They're real. They're, like they're a big a challenge. Yeah. They're a big challenge. They really are. I, and. I don't like demonize them. I don't look at them like, oh, I'll kill everyone or anything like that. No, it's I just a challenge. Yeah, it's, I like shooting them. It's a big challenge. Plus, I like putting carbon in the air, so <laughs> it's yeah. a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, right now. It's what it's July, mm-hmm. June. It's We're almost July. Almost in July. Oh, yeah. Jeez, I don't know what month it is. It's uh, <laughs> hey. Uh, we are stone cold sober. That's sad. Thing. I know. I know. I'm drinking water. Yeah. What is that stuff? It's water. It's where fish have sex. Yeah, I know. I just got out of your toilet. <laughs> it's probably cleaner than the tap with all those spiders. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's still KPU season. We're still hunting hard. we mm-hmm. got ticks everywhere. You're looking for furry death kittens. Yeah, I was going to go out today, and I actually should have gone out this morning because it was only you know low 70s this morning. But when I looked at the weather yesterday, it said that we we're going to have a high of 95. I didn't realize it was going to be 95 at 5 p.m., yeah. I should have gone this morning because it was it was actually nice out. And you know, not that I doubt many people are hunting this time of year, but if you are, we see good movement in the like early morning or late evening outside of these heat waves. Mm-hmm. Tonight there'll be no movement. Too hot. Um, yeah, it'll be really late. Yeah, like yeah. after dark. But early morning before the heat wave it's almost like they know that there's going to be some heat and so the next podcast that we have coming up we're going to have bill from spartan forge on mm-hmm. bill has done a ton of research and data collection and all this stuff um you know to predicting deer movement or, or trying to correlate you know radio collar deer study and and that'd be a good question to ask him is like how that pertains to uh heat waves and what he sees on weather patterns. yeah that's actually one of the things i wanted to ask him was you know, because they have their predictions mm-hmm. on when movement's going to be or, 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 you know, when you're going to have movement outside of like the core area and, you know, transitional and, and, you know, that are way outside their core and things like that. I'd like to know what the correlations are. Wh- like, what's the secret sauce? You know, what if they had to pick one specific day that had all of those factors they've put together? Yeah. What is it? What is it? You know, it not just, hey, today's the day. Okay. Well, why? Yeah. Give me. I don't know. Do they go in depth with that? I don't know. It's a good good thing to ask him, though. We'll definitely have to ask him. Yeah, because I mean, we just go off our like anecdotal data, right? Like we know, yeah. like we just have patterns and stuff that where we have seen, you know, more movement or less movement, and we're kind of just piecing it off our intelligence. So it's kind of cool to utilize like Bill's data of mm-hmm. so much stuff i like how garrett Prawl was talking about um how he uses their their software and where um he'll 
be closer and tucked up closer to bedding area during mm-hmm. when there there's just that core movement predictions um and then when there's a prediction of the deer moving farther away and being outside yeah, of the court. Pitch then, points then or stuff be, like yeah, that. exactly. So I thought that was pretty slick, you know. But either way, I think that's it's just another piece of the pie that we're going to be able to use. I'm actually pretty pumped to talk to yeah, about that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, um, anything else you want to go over? No, absolutely not. <laughs> well, we got I got a we got some new bows coming in. We'll get those built up. We can answer some questions as to like what we're using, why we're using. Do a deep dive on those. Yeah, and um, I think we're gonna do a um, a video on uh, arrow build too. Yep, do an arrow build. Yeah. We'll do some scouting. Yeah. Um, talk about camera placement. But if there's anything out there that you guys want to know about, let us know because yeah. we need to know. Mm-hmm. We need some. We need topics. We want to know what you guys want to hear. We don't want to bore you to death. Yeah. Yeah, I, never mind. I, we should burn at least one bridge per podcast. We could. <laughs> Speaking of burning bridges, Brian Broderick from Day Six introduced me to a new cocktail recently that is fantastic. It's called a Red Snapper. Have you ever had one of these? Mm-hmm. This is not a joke. I know that. that name, I, I'm, I'm waiting that, for that it. That name leads to I'm waiting for the a punchline. No, it's uh, it's like two shots of Makers, a splash of cranberry, a couple limes on ice. Mm-hmm. The cranberry cuts the bourbon. And it is really good. Really? Yeah, we drank about 15 of them a piece. A piece? Yeah, down in, in over, over a three or four day period. Yeah, over a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I bet. Brian can put him back. He's a. Yeah, person. I still haven't met him yet. I've, I've talked to him, but I haven't met him yet. He seems like a pretty pretty wild dude. He's a good dude. I'm going, uh, I'm hunting with him in Oklahoma this year. So oh, we'll thanks see. for the invite. Appreciate it. Well, I invited you to Kansas. I know. How. How big was the ball that I dropped there? Um, Massive beach ball size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... We have we were invited to hunt at an outfitter in Kansas, mm-hmm. where there are giant deer on camera. It's like a ninety eight percent draw. Yeah, I texted and emailed you. Hey, put it in, put in your drawing, and and then about a month later, I'm like, Yo, did you draw in Kansas? You're like, Oh. Oh yeah, well I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't exactly put in my application. So. Well, no, I didn't draw. <laughs> I've had a lot of things on my mind, Taylor. Yeah, gosh, man. and I'm not one of them. <laughs> no, you were the one. That's why I wasn't thinking about deer in Kansas. Well, maybe next year. The good news yeah. is, um, just got our our new Ohio leases back. Nice. We have over 750 acres to play with. So that's gonna be solid. Yeah. Um, and I need you to go hunt it because I'm probably not going to go. <laughs> no, I'll definitely go. Sure you will. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Let's see. This will be the third year that we'll have a place to hunt in Ohio in, like, prime time place. Mm-hmm. First year, neither of us went. Last year, at least I went. I went twice. Twice. You were going to go. I was ready to go. And old peg boy, Nick Yates, the, yeah, the totally. Peg, the Pegasus was the day, the day of. The day of was the like, oh, oh, yeah, by the way, not going. I'm like, dude, I'm not driving up there by myself. Yeah. It I drove out there by myself. Did you? Oh, you did. Yeah. And then you drove. You went up with Nick. I drove up with Nick, yeah. And I, I had so much fun when I drove up with Nick, I drove up by myself the next time. <laughs> I am not going with you again. I hung out with... Uh, well, so like where we live, there, you know, Ohio's here. We're here, and you can either drive due west, past your house through the mountains, mm-hmm. and, and then, then end north. up in Ohio, or you can go up to seventy on the highway, 
around the mountains. One route has zero cell service. You're going up and down mountains and switchbacks the entire time. There's like no gas stations, nothing. <laughs> the other route has cell service the entire time. It's like smooth sailing and it's like four lane highways. Nick insisted on driving through the mountains. Shocker. Because, well, guess what? I got to pick him up on the way. Instead mm. of him waking up and driving to my house and then us driving up. So I'm like, okay, dude. He's such a good hunting partner. Love, love that him guy. so much. You know, and, and when you are at camp, he's super helpful. <laughs> he's up early. He's right on time, ready to go. He's never complaining. He helps you plan exactly where to hunt. Yes. <laughs> helps you hang uh, sticks and trees All, like up to 20 feet. Always positive. <laughs> He's a good dude, though. I like Nick. The Pegasus. The I am Pegasus. calling him that from now yeah. on. <laughs> Let me get some shirts made. <laughs> All right. Well, um, hopefully you guys enjoyed our rambling. And if not, then don't listen. We don't really care. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let us know if, if there's anything that uh, that you want to cover, and we'll get to it eventually. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> within, within a few months or so. <laughs> It'll be like old news by then. Yeah. Hey, let's bring this up now. Hey, let's talk about summer scouting in mid-December. <laughs> John nine seven four really wants to hear about Scott. And uh, if you guys are on Grinder, you can find Nick on there under the Pegasus. <laughs> All right, thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you soon. <laughs> thanks.